Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Beached White Male Podcast. My name is Ken Kemp, your host. Today, I'm going to do something a little different than usual. I want to take some time in the middle of the summer to just do a little reflecting. I'm going to call this a brief midsummer chat. There are a couple of things I just want you to be aware of as a faithful listener. And as you may be aware, I have just launched my first Substack page. I gave it a title that I took from a poem that Carolyn read to me that was really on point. The title is, All My Friends Are Finding New Beliefs. The poem is interesting because it's kind of a celebration, but it's also a lament. In a few minutes, I'm just going to read a few lines from my Substack article because it just underscores why I love to do this podcast and why I love this opportunity to interact with you. You've heard me repeat my little tagline. I like to say I'm the guy that left his whiteness on the beach and started a podcast to create a place where people can tell their stories of awakenings. And that is certainly what's been going on in this podcast. You've heard me say more than once that this podcast has been a gift to me. It's given me the opportunity to connect with a collection of very significant people. And if you're listening today, I I think you just may well have been one of them. And if you haven't been in the past, you may well be in the future. Stephen Pressfield wrote a book that I have found enormously helpful. It's called The War of Art. And Pressfield asks a really important question in that book. He says, what is it that you cannot not do? I love that double negative. But every time I hear him say that, at least in the last couple of years, my answer to that question is, I cannot not do my podcast. You know, I love to read books, and I also love to listen to podcasts. And for the last three years, I've been chasing down those authors and those podcasters because I've wanted to have a conversation with them. And I want to have the recorder on so that you can listen in as we interact over the ideas that are in those books and that prompt those podcasts. And I've got to say that this exercise in my retirement has changed me. It's been life-giving and clarifying, and I am just flat grateful for it. hit a milestone this summer that I wanted to share with you. My podcast host tells me that I have had 50,000 downloads as of last week. We just hit that number. It's kind of staggering for me to think that of the 283 episodes that I've posted, 50,000 times people have downloaded to listen. It prompted me to go back over my episode list and just just pull out all the names of the guests that I have entertained on the Beach White Mail podcast. I've got a link to that list in my Substack article, and you, you just may want to click on it. I mean, it's really interesting to review that list. And I'm so proud and so honored to be able to say that I've I've had that collection of interviews now. I put together a list of all the people who've appeared as my guests, and then all the friends that I have had of the podcast, and all of those who've signed up to be part of my newsletter list. And uh, these are the folks that have been alerted to my new Substack list. It's been encouraging for me to 
to review those names and to think about the many relationships that I've developed because of this crazy podcast. I've got to say there have been times when I've thought about the need maybe to change the name of my podcast. Not everybody gets it. In fact, I think for some people it may just well be a turnoff. Let's face it, my boomer generation is not very popular with these new generations coming on, and for good reason. And then to highlight my identity as a white male, that that makes it even worse. And I'll have to admit that a couple of years before I started this podcast, I kind of felt like I was beached. I became aware of the problem of toxic masculinity, white male dominance. Plus, in many ways, I was reaching the, the end of my working career. So I kind of related not only to that cover story in Newsweek magazine, but also to the biblical character of Jonah, who found himself puked up on the beach, wondering what in the world happened to him and what might be next. But I think you can tell from my podcast that the last thing in the world that I believe is that my life is somehow over. I've been more than happy to leave my whiteness there on the beach and to begin to express myself in ways that really reflect who I am. It was my moment of awakening. And there's so much more ahead. Through this podcast, I've been able to express what I don't believe anymore. But I've also been able to express what I do believe. And if you've been listening for a while, I think you've identified with that very thing because you've had those awakenings too. There are things that you are leaving behind and things that you are embracing for the future. We're in pursuit of the common good and we're doing it together. So there's one more thing I want to share with you because I went back to my statistics and I see that Oh, about 90% of you listen to my podcast on Apple Podcasts. Uh, there are other platforms that are accessed because I'm on almost all of them. But it's interesting that the majority of people listen there. And I also know that you listen on your mobile devices. But I was a little shocked because for the very first time I, in a long time, I looked at the comments on my Apple feed and there are only three, two of them are comments that I solicited early on from some really significant people who said some very nice things about me and about my podcast. And they've been sitting there for, well, since the very beginning. But then there was a new one that came up in June, just one brief one, and it was extremely critical. This guy does not like me and does not like my podcast. And that's the third comment that's sitting there on my Apple feed. So I want to ask you to do me a favor. I want to ask you to help me out. If you listen on Apple, would you go to that Apple feed and make a comment? Uh, you can say what you want. If you don't agree with me, that's fine. If you do like the podcast and you support it, say that too. I, I, I don't want new folks to come to my podcast, the Apple feed, and take a look at that one critical comment. With your help, uh, maybe we'll get folks to really want to listen in. So in this midsummer chat, I just want to tell you that we're going to keep this thing going. I've got a bunch of great interviews lined up, many of them already on the calendar, some of them pending. 
In the next couple of weeks, we're going to talk about these two significant movies, Barbie and Oppenheimer. My good friend Carol Holliday is just releasing her first book with Thomas Nelson, and we're going to talk about that new book. And I'm going to talk to Martin Whitaker about his new book. He's the historian from across the pond that I like to talk to, just outside of London. He's written a book about the Vikings, and he takes the story from antiquity all the way up to January 6, when Viking mythology crashed the capital in an attempted political coup. Wow, it's going to be an interesting conversation. We'll keep going with my regular features, too, my beach talks, with my friend Betsy Neuenhaus, the woman that edited my published book about India some years ago. And Ken Fong and I will continue our Two Kens podcast. I want to remind you that the Truth Quest series that I did last summer is getting lots of downloads. If you've never been on a civil rights tour, I would just suggest that you listen to that podcast series. It's almost as good as going on the tour yourself. And then, of course, I'm going to keep going with my good friend Osahano Bajwe for our Cabana Talks. So stay tuned. Watch for those alerts. This may well be the shortest episode I've ever posted, but I want to leave you today with just a little bit from my first Substack article. As I said, it's entitled, All My Friends Are Finding New Beliefs. Maybe it all started with COVID. Back then, stuck in our living rooms, we had time to reconsider just about everything. Our jobs, our families, our friendships, our health, the meaning of wealth, our philosophy of life, our religion, or lack thereof. Like me, many of you discovered the concept of deconstruct in spite of the dire warnings from those threatened tribal chiefs, we embraced the term. It became an apt explanation of what was happening to us, to our minds, to our hearts, to our calendars, to our souls. We were finding new beliefs. It was a reset. COVID gave us the unexpected, unanticipated time to separate wheat from chaff. We reviewed our list of friends, separating out the real from the superfluous, the valued from the exhaustive, the life-giving from the life-taking. In a fresh way, we thought in terms of priority, and we haven't been the same since. It set us on a journey. We are now fellow travelers. And you are a traveler with me. All right, then, that's a wrap for season four and episode 43. And this is the shortest episode ever for the Beach White Mail podcast. I'm glad you stayed with me for my midsummer chat. It's all around my new Substack account, and I hope you've seen it. All my friends are finding new beliefs. 
my very first post. There's more coming. And I want to remind you one more time of the favor that I'd like to ask. Would you go to Apple Podcasts and leave a comment? I'd appreciate it so very much. I think it's going to help us get the word out. It's a way that you can show your support, and I am grateful. As I said, there's a whole lot more coming. And as always, I want to say thanks to Ben Sound for our soundtrack today. And I want to encourage you to keep your eyes on those alerts and join me next time. So until then, this is Ken Kemp, the beached white male, saying stay strong, keep healthy, and stay curious. Bye-bye. <laughs>